0: So Alex, that is us completed series two of Weird Weekends. We've gone through six episodes of general weirdness, general awkwardness and all sorts in between. And I felt like at the start of lockdown, everyone was doing Zoom quizzes, but now Zoom quizzes are shite. So instead I have put together the end of season awards. Okay, I like this. The end of season two awards. This is going to be a series of awards that we're going to dish out to either contributors, interviewees or moments within the second series of Weird Weekends. I have put together categories, shortlists, and then between us, I think we have to select a rightful winner. Okay, I'm ready. So drum roll. I shouldn't do that. It's an audio recording. That'll sound terrible. (laughs) Our first award is... Best underdog story. This is awarded to an interviewee who has shown incredible ability to keep going against all the odds. And our candidates are James Lorenzo from Off-Broadway Off, off Broadway for being the best Michael Douglas slash Jason Bateman slash Christian Slater slash Alec Baldwin lookalike to never make it but keep on trucking.
1: It's a strong candidate.
0: Our second entry is Brian Danzig from the wrestling episode for being a hardcore blood-covered legend all the while pairing socks for a living. And our final candidate is Margaret from Swingers for running the best dance swingers buffet you've ever seen, despite not actually taking part in any swinging.
1: That's a hard list. It's a lot of competition.
0: I think for me, James's story was so resolutely positive in the face of all adversity, that almost... I think pushes him as my top nominee for this one.
1: He was a bit of a guide for Louis, wasn't he? I do love Margaret though. I have a soft, sad spot in my heart for Margaret.
0: She did put a lot of effort into that buffet. I
1: feel like she's put up with a lot of scuba equipment but yeah i think i agree with you i think we might have to go james
0: okay and also this is if it's cruel to say might be the only award that james actually wins so (laughs) let's go james lorenzo you are our best underdog story
1: congratulations james it's like when leo finally won the oscar
0: it is exactly like that we can fashion some awards out of things we have in our apartments to send to these people
1: and then we'll stalk them on the internet so we can find their home addresses
0: if the police are listening we're not going to do any of that The next award is Most Skin Crawly Moment. This is awarded to a moment, person or scene which most put us on edge and made us feel awkward. And the nominees are Dr. Wynn's exclamation of win with win to a room of potential partners before crying, get up you bunch of engineers in the infomercials episode. The director from Sarah Adams commercial in Off Off Broadway who met her in a hair salon and blamo before shouting gorgeous 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 as he films her down the street maybe from an upskirt position. And finally, Louis' bad first date with Dr. Benjamin Muhammad of the Nation of Islam's Mosque Number no. 7 in Black Nationalism where they just had a walk around the block and didn't really get on. God,
1: that was awkward. I think it has to be the director for me.
0: That man made me want to rip off my own flesh. It was that bad.
1: He was terrifying.
0: Congratulations, that director. Again, maybe maybe the only award he'll ever win for being our most skin-crawly moment of season two. Our next category is... Best Musical Interlude. This is a musical song or moment from series two, which provided a much needed moment of levity. And the candidates are the weird folk band in infomercials who sang A Man Named Win, Won't You Let His Message In. I'm not going to do that rendition of that. Louis browsing Ed Barnes's record collection in Black Nationalism and having the conversation about Buster Rhymes and that stuff being too hardcore for Ed Barnes himself. And finally, Louis' rendition of The Beatles with a little help from my friends from Off-Off-Broadway.
1: I would probably go with Louis, not knowing the words whatsoever to a very famous Beatles song.
0: Now, what is the opening line? What would you do, okay? What do you do when you turn out the light. That's That's a later verse. Oh, yeah, sorry. It had everything you wanted. It was Louis out of his depth. It was Louis trying a new song that wasn't George Michael's faith after being told he wasn't a powerhouse singer by his vocal coach. And it had Craig Revel Horwood from Strictly Come Dancing. Everything you need. Okay, so congratulations, Louis. You win Best Musical Interlude. We now move on to the next category. Worst Compliment Giver. These are all officially sanctioned awards. This is awarded to the deliverer of the oddest, weirdest, most underhanded compliment in the series. And I'll I'll be honest here, all of the candidates are from the Off-Broadway episode, which was just shade from start to finish. Entry number one is... Nicole Kim describing Louis as independent feature film in Off Off Broadway without a moment's hesitation. Louis's comment on Sarah Adams' flat where he says, Nice place. It's beautiful. It wasn't beautiful. Sarah, it's small. It's New York. Louis, it's so New York. And finally, Sarah Adams' self-compliment, I'm hot. I'm so hot. At Robert McCaskill's acting class.
1: It's got to be... The incredibly awkward, I'm hot, I'm
0: so hot. Just the sheer balls of that.
1: The guy's face, who she's doing that exercise with, where he's just like, what is happening right now? And again, this might be the first award that Sarah has received.
0: <laughs> the actors are doing very well in this. <laughs> so congratulations, Sarah Adam, you win. Worst compliment giver. Next category, <laughs> I can keep going, is... The best use of BBC license fee. (laughs) Awarded to the best use of Weird Weekend's bulging wallet and the credit card burning a hole in Louis' pocket. And so our entries are renting a tour bus to go around Harlem with Reverend Al Sharpton in Black Nationalism. Louis slipping an extra $50 to Kevin Hanna when buying his car and saying, I don't want to rip you off. I do come from BBC too. I'm fairly well financed. In Demolition Derby. Or louis makeover from cesare which makes him feel like a beautiful woman in infomercials
1: we don't know if he paid cesare for his makeover that might have been complimentary
0: you don't get anything free from cesare
1: i don't know about you but for me it's got to be renting a new york tour bus and then the footage of louis standing on the top of it as it drives around
0: i think as well for bang for your book what it got was A really good interview with Al Sharpton, which I think really made that episode. So I think actually, value for money-wise, that made a lot of sense.
1: From the look on his face, you know that Louis ticked off a big life goal that day.
0: I have two more to go. (laughs) First category is most memorable interviewee. The documentary subject who has had the most staying power in terms of their message, story or general persona. So the candidates are... Reverend Al Sharpton from Black Nationalism for being an incredible firebrand of the 90s civil rights movement in America. Dr. Wynne Paris from Infomercials for being a lovable eccentric transported from another era of inventors who happily has his buttocks slapped by Louis. And finally, John Lipka from Demolition Derby for his bon vivant attitude and coining the phrase, when you accomplish a nice novel, don't you think back about it. I'm going to put forward my case for Dr. Wynne Paris because I feel like he was a complete unique character that you probably would never have seen otherwise for no good reason unless you were buying abs training material on a weird shopping channel back in the 90s and was generally the one of the most eccentric weird people I've ever seen on telly.
1: Very strange man. I do love Cesare in that episode.
0: This is very much like the are you a two-pack or biggie person? <laughs> I'm Dr. Wynne Paris, you're very much Cesare. Let's
1: give it to Dr. Wynne, go on.
0: No, I tell you what, we can split this award between them.
1: God bless him, Dr. Wynne's no longer with us, so he can't even enjoy it.
0: That's very true. Well Cesare still is going strong, writing songs and novels. So let's say it's awarded posthumously to Dr. Wynne Paris, but it is collected by Cesare.
1: Yeah, at the award ceremony that we're going to have post-coronavirus pandemic.
0: Yeah, we are doing this, by the way. We are absolutely having an award ceremony.
1: Well, we've got BBC budget. <laughs> <laughs> there was a small amount left in a bank account in the late 90s that's now accrued so much interest
0: it's like armor. it's now an incredible amount of money yeah
1: thanks louis for thinking of us
0: Finally, this is the biggie. The final award of the evening is Best Sartorial Decision, awarded to a fashion statement which has the most impact on us as viewers. I already know. The candidates are Louis' bright red jumpsuit at the Demolition Derby, which he describes as making him look a bit too spiffy, Louis' smiley cap and t shirt softball dad look in the Off Off Broadway episode, which Nicole Kim said made him look like an idiot and finally that fucking red shirt with the flames on which haunts the entire series like the ghost of guy ferrari
1: i like how it's become a bit of an urban legend it's definitely an orange shirt with flowers embroidered on it but however you want to see it
0: i see it as the gates of hell
1: what is your feeling on what should win this award?
0: There's only one. It haunts my dreams. It is the red orange shirt. That shirt. It gets knocked back in the first episode and then comes back stronger every time.
1: Is it in every single
0: episode? I don't think it's quite in every one, but it pops up enough that you should fear it. Okay, so orange shirt. Orange shirt. You are the winner, Louis. Please send us that shirt.
1: The shirt probably can walk around on its own now. It's been around for so long.
0: <laughs> You're saying there's something living in it.
1: Yeah, I just imagine that it's like sucked some of Louis's DNA and
0: It's now possessed. It's actually running its own documentary series. And that's the end of the End of Season Awards.
1: That was good. I enjoyed that.
0: Good. I'm glad.
1: It was much less scary than I thought. Well done to all the nominees.
0: Yeah, everyone's a winner here. I mean, except the ones that didn't win, but everyone's a winner.
1: I know how you feel about I took part medals, so we won't do that.
0: No, no, they're absolutely disgusting.